Hi, my name is Philia, and I'm here with my co-host, Yemi. Hi, guys. Welcome to Treading, Treading Faith. Faith. Treading Faith is a weekly podcast dedicated to diving into the deep end of open, honest, difficult, and fun conversations surrounding everyday life and Christ. Faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Yemi, what are we diving into today? Well, we are in the season of the power of parables, where we take a closer look at the parables of Jesus Christ and put a current take on it. Well, the sea is open. Well, today we're going to talk about the parable of the fig tree. This parable can be found in the books of Matthew, Mark, and Luke. But I'll be reading from the book of Luke, chapter 21, verses 29 to 36. But before I read this parable, I want to give a bit of background. Jesus is with his disciples and they remark on the beauty of the temple. And he says that there will come a time where there's not one stone left upon another. He also talks about the end of times where he says there will be false prophets that come in his name. There will be wars, rumors of wars and betrayal. His disciples asked, when will this come to pass? And that's when he gives this parable. So reading from verse 29 in the NIV version, he told them this parable, look at the fig tree and all the trees. When they sprout leaves, you can see for yourselves and know that summer is near. Even so, when you see these things happening, you will know that the kingdom of God is near. Truly, I tell you, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Be careful of your hearts. Be careful or your hearts will be weighed down with carousing drunkenness and the anxieties of life. And that day you will close on you suddenly like a trap. For it will come on all those who live on the face of the whole earth. Be always on the watch and pray that you may be able to escape all that is about to happen and that you may be able to stand before the Son of Man. Wow. Well, thank you so much for that reading. I mean, what I love about parables is that they're basically uh, simplistic stories where it talks about the profound truths of the Bible. So why don't you further elaborate on this reading? Thank you, Philia. Yeah, these parables give insight into the kingdom of God. And specifically for this parable of the fig tree, Jesus is telling them when the kingdom of God comes near and he's telling them these are the ends of time. Just like the just like you can tell when the summer is coming by the leaves of the fig tree, all the signs of the time can indicate when the kingdom of God is near, when the end of this generation will be over. Our time, the time of the Gentiles here, the things that we're doing, this will come to pass. The end of the world will come and there'll be a new kingdom, the transition of the kingdom as it was intended to be. Those will rise up from the dead and will have everlasting life. I mean, this is something that we can look forward to, but unfortunately before it comes, there will be destruction and chaos and war and rumors of war. And so that's why Jesus tells us that be careful or your hearts will be weighed down with carousing 
and drunkenness and anxieties of life, right? Like we don't want to be in this, this, this state when the end of the world comes. Mm -hmm. And he says, it will the day will close on you like a trap if you're not careful, if you're not ready. He says, for it will come on all those who live on the face of earth and be always on watch and pray that you may be able to escape. So he's also giving instructions. He tells you that the time will come. You will not know, but you got to watch and pray, watch and pray. Right. I love that he used the fig tree because this is an ever-present plant that is throughout the Bible, right? Mm -hmm. It was in the beginning. It was in Genesis when um, when Adam and Eve used leaves of the fig tree to cover their private parts. We um, It was talked about with the land of milk and honey that they would have fig trees. And so these fig trees are very, very symbolic and it's a, a favorite reference in the Bible. I don't know why. I mean, I don't, I don't particularly love figs. Do you love figs? I actually love fig newtons. <laughs> Do you love the figs? I like the figs. Okay. But I think that this parable makes you wonder if truly, you know, what they say about <clears throat> the fig tree saying about current times, what is the best way that we can prepare? you know, for this, for this time, because it may not happen in our lifetime, but are you ready? Are you ready to stand before God without notice? Wow. Am I ready to stand before God without notice? I don't know. I mean, I want to say yes, mm -hmm. right? Like I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm okay to stand before God mm -hmm. and explain myself because, you know, I have training in oral arguments <laughs> <laughs> yes. and I, I can probably explain my situation, but have I done the best I can with my time? Probably not. But, you know, you know, I love that God is a forgiving God because I will repent right there and then. But that's why he says that you got to pray and watch because you never know when it's going to happen and it will close on you like a trap. Yes. Um, I mean, yeah, if, you know, I'm thinking about myself, like if I was a disciple and he's telling me the end of the world is coming, of course I'm going to say when, right, when, right, when. Right. You, wanna know, you always want to know when, but that's the thing about faith, right? It's um, having the, 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 the faith of things that are unforeseen, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I think that for me, um, you know, I don't know if anyone is really truly ever ready because no one is perfect. We all make mistakes, but in our everyday practices, are we being cognizant of the things that we do? Are we... Um, cognizant of being in alignment? Are we cognizant of empathizing with others? And I think that as long as we are in that mindset, we'll always make better decisions and know that we can fall and we can falter. But like you said, knowing that God is a forgiving God and he knows our heart, I think that is the thing that is 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 most rewarding in knowing that we, we, we have another chance. Like that one mistake is not going to, um, I, I, I guess, cause our entire demise. Mm -hmm. So I think um, there's no real preparation, but you just have to always be on your best behavior. It's like there was, but you know, I remember a meme back in the day that used to be like, shh, everybody be quiet. Jesus is coming, you know, like pretend <laughs> to be busy, you know? So it's like, look, it's busy. Like, look busy, right? <laughs> look busy. Jesus, Jesus is coming. Right. So it's, it's, it's kind of the same thing. It's like you, you definitely don't want to be pretentious. You want to always be doing what you have to do. You always have to remember that it can happen at any time. But in this particular conversation, we don't know when that end is coming. Yes, we're seeing war. We're seeing, 
you know, all of these travesties that are happening in our life. And he's giving us examples to say that the end is near, but that end can be a thousand years from now. It doesn't have to be in our lifetime. We just know that it is coming. That's right. Because God doesn't measure time the same way that we do. Right. Right. It could be a year to us can be 10 seconds. Um, 10 years to us can be a day or a million years. Right. Like we don't measure time the same, but we always have to be busy, not just look busy, but be but busy, busy. Do, doing our father's business. Right. I think if we actually knew when the end of the world was coming, we'd be on our best behavior. I would fake the funk. I'm like, well, I know it's coming in a month, so I could be good for a month, right? right? I can be on my best behavior. And I don't think God is trying to trap us, right. but it's that we're not supposed to know when right. it's coming. And right. and to have that faith that the kingdom is coming and that there's this everlasting life and to know how to get there right. and operate in it because you believe that this is what's coming and you, you want what the reward is for that everlasting life. You want to see those things come to pass. You are doing the Lord's work now. Right. Right. And and like you said, right, that the, the end of time is near, right? right. Because is. because we've seen a destruction of the temple that he talked about. We we have seen um false prophets, you know, how many religious leaders come in the name of God right. and do all kinds of yes. shady business, yes. right? They yes. do all kinds of things in the name of the Lord. Like in the, they use, yeah, they, they right. They use the name of the Lord, right. they use Jesus' name, Bless. they they do all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And and it has to put us on guard, like, okay, the end, the end is nigh, the end is nigh, right? Like when bad things happen, when I see crazy hail, I'm like, mm, the end of the world is coming. I know I'm I'm good for saying the end of the world is coming, even at work. When right, people tell right. me something bad is happening, <laughs> I'm like, oh, we're in the end of the world. Right. But we are, right? We are in the end of days, but we have no idea when exactly it's going to come. And like Philia said, it might not be in our lifetime, but we don't know. So we always have to be ready. And not just because we fear the end, but because we want to be good and faithful servants. Right. Right. right? This, Jesus tells us there will be signs, but we just won't know. So stay ready. Stay ready. Be prepared because we don't know when that time comes. Be in your best behavior. Don't act like Jesus is the substitute teacher. You know how it is when you were in school. <laughs> when you have a sub, everybody goes. <laughs> everybody bananas. is bananas, right? But the minute your teacher comes, you're on your best behavior. So always, always, always be I would say always be on your best behavior. Never act like or never think that um, never think that at any given time that it cannot happen because we don't know, you know. So I think it's really important. And um, I think that for this reading, I think for me, that is the best thing that we can actually focus on is to stay in prayer, be in alignment, like we mentioned. And I would say use the word because the word is there for us, for us to follow and for us to use as a way to keep our foundation as strong as we need to in order to be in the best eyes or look in the best eyes of God. You know, it's, I love that you said um, saying the word because part of this parable, well, when he was explaining this parable, Jesus said, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Mm. So we, you know, the, the parable is his words, right? Like 
he's telling us these things and we have to pay close attention to it. That's why people memorize scripture because they want to be able to use it in any circumstance. Those words would not pass away. The world will go. Heaven will go, right? The separation will go. You know, it'll be, it'll be merged together. There'll be a new world, a new world order that, you know, there will be no pain. Everyone has a mansion. I'm looking forward to my mansion. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to, to peace. Right. I'm looking forward to, to encountering God on a, a different kind of level and Jesus in a different kind of level. But that's part of it, staying in the word. Because he tells you that those words will not go. That's why we say the words will not come back void. Will not come back right? Void. Like these words transcend space and time. You know, he spoke, that's his word, spoke the earth into existence. Right. Right. You know, the words of God are heavy and valuable and we need to put respect on it. Right. Absolutely. Put some great respect point. on his name. Great point. Great point. Well, thank you so much for this discussion and we hope that you all have enjoyed it. We would like you all to stay tuned for announcements. We have a few announcements and then we will close with a prayer. First, we would like to announce that we will be back next Wednesday with another podcast the parable of the wise and foolish builders. This can be found in Matthew 7, verses 24 to 27. Most importantly, we will be back tonight, this evening at 7 p.m. with our Wisdom Wednesdays YouTube Live discussion. You can find us on our YouTube channel, Treading Faith. Please check out our Instagram page for updates. And lastly, our podcast, Treading Faith, is available where all podcasts are available on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Don't forget to follow us, like us, comment, and share with family, colleagues, and neighbors alike. Now, let us join together in prayer. Thank you for joining us in prayer. We believe in the power of prayer and specifically praying the text of the Bible. Because according to Isaiah 55, 11, God's word will not come back void. We also believe that our prayers are strengthened in numbers. So we ask that you come into agreement with us for this prayer. Father God, we bless and magnify your holy name. Our Father in heaven, we ask that you hear this prayer. We thank you for this day. We thank you for your presence every day in our life. According to Matthew 18, 20, when two or more are gathered in your name, you are present. Oh, Holy Father, we thank you for your concern of our lives. We thank you for gathering us here together to learn from your word and learn from the parable of the fig tree that we must be patient and wait on you, oh, Father God. That while we wait, we must continue to do good works, that we must be watchful and prayerful. Oh, Father God, we may not know the time or the day or the hour when Jesus will return, but we know that his return is promised, oh, Father God. And while we wait, oh, Father God, we ask you for patience because we know that, God, you will return, that you will accomplish what you have set out. Habakkuk 2, 3 says, for still the vision awaits its appointed time. It hastens to the end. It will not lie, for it may seem slow, 
but wait for it because it will surely come and not delay. Ecclesiastes 3, 1 says, for everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. Oh, Father God, we know that your vision waits appointed time. We thank you for vision in our lives. And for those of us who are struggling with vision, we ask you to give us vision and allow it to come into fruition. Allow us to produce the things that you have called for us to do. Father God, where there is a season for everything, we know that there is a season for waiting. There is a season for trials and tribulation, and there is a season for reaping the benefits. Oh, Father God, for those of us who have, have been waiting patiently, those of us who have been toiling, those of us who have been struggling, oh, Father God, we ask that that season comes to an end and that the season of joy and peace and, 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 and prosperity comes now. And for those who are in joy, peace, and prosperity, oh, Father God, we ask that the season doesn't come to an end. That let that be their destiny. Let that be their, their, their calling, oh, Father God. Allow them to have joy and life in everything. Isaiah 40, 31 says, but they who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength and they shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not be faint. Oh, Father God, while we wait on you, we ask you for renewed strength. We ask you to develop patience in us. We ask that we will not go faint in doing the works of our Father. Psalms 90, 12 says, teach us to number our days so that we may get a heart of wisdom. Oh, Father God, it is through you that we can obtain wisdom. And if we number our days, oh, Father God, we know that we need to work hastily for the vision that you have called us for. Oh, Father God, so that in the season of sowing, we do not feel tired because we know the days of reaping are to surely to come. Colossians 3.23 says, whatever you do, do heartily and do it for the Lord and not for man. Oh, Father God, as we are in a time period, in a season where everything is done for the benefit of, of social media and for those watching, even some of us do things for the benefit of our parents' satisfaction. Father God, we ask that you turn our hearts and minds to the things that we do is for you. Oh, Father God, for your kingdom, for your benefit, for your vision. Oh, Father God, let us not focus on the things of the world, but let us keep our mind and focus on you while we wait. Proverbs 16, 3 says, commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. Psalms 90, 17 says, let the favor of the Lord our God be upon you and establish the work of your hands. Oh, Father God, we commit our work to you. We ask you to establish the work of our hands. Father God, allow us to be fruitful in the things that we do. Oh, Father God, allow us to be steadfast. Allow us to have a mind focused on you and your works. Allow us to be busy workers in your kingdom. Not idle, oh Father God. Not lazy, not disheartened or discontented, but Father God, filled with hope, filled with joy, fi filled with thanksgiving and praise to you 
as we sing your praises and do your works, oh Father God, knowing that there is joy in serving you, our Lord. 1 Corinthians 16, 14 says, let all that you do be in love. Father God, I asked, I asked that Father, that you bless all of us listening, that you, that you change our heart into a heart full of joy and love. That when we struggle in our day-to-days because we lack love in some area. But Father God, we know that you can fill us. You can fill our days and you can fill our hearts and fill our minds with your love. That love that gives us peace, that love that gives us, that gives us, that overcomes anger and anxiety, that love that gives us joy and gives us patience to wait on you. Galatians 6, 9 says, let us not grow weary of doing good for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. So Father God, help us to not give up because we struggle all the time when we do work and we do not see the reward. Day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, we wait on you, Father God. But Father God, we know your word awaits an appointed time and it will not delay. For we are thankful that you have a time and season and a purpose for everything. But Father, we are mere mortals who do not have insight into your timing. Father God, give us a heart that can be patient, that can wait on you. Allow us to clear fear and anxiety from our hearts and mind. The doubt that obedience and good works will result in the fruits that you have promised for us. Allow us to now see the rewards of our good works and good deeds. And Father God, even if we have struggled to be obedient, oh Father God, we still ask for your grace and mercy, that you will still bless us so that our faith can be restored and rebuilt, renewed, grown in any way, shape, or form knowing that you are a good father in heaven who cares for his children here on earth, even when they struggle. Father God, while we wait, we need to be on guard because the ways of the world trick us into into making the things of the world our priority. Clothes, money, jewelry, things, idolatry. These things of the world, oh, Father, God, captivate our mind daily. Sometimes we lose focus on you, but Father God, you commanded us in Mark 13, 33 to be on guard and keep awake. For we do not know when the time will come. Oh, Father God, we do not want to be caught off guard. We want to be caught doing our Father's work. So, Father God, remove the distractions from us. Whatever is holding us back from being true soldiers of your word, from living in the fullness of your bounty, from being the testimony and and fulfilling the vision that you have called upon us, remove that distraction from us, oh Father God. Call us to to have private time with you so that, that our hearts can be moved so that we can we can have the vision to move forward in our lives and do the work and sow and reap, oh Father God, and be walking, living, breathing testimonies of your love. 
Colossians 4.2 says, continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. So we continue to pray to you, Father God, for you to hear the words. We ask for wisdom. We ask for patience. We ask for favor. We ask for mercy. We ask for blessings. We ask that you create visions for all of us. Allow us to see the things that you have called us to do so that we can work towards it. Allow us to see the seasons change and reap rewards of what we have sown. Allow us to put put behind us disappointment, fear, anger, anxiety, and step into a new beginning and a new covenant with Jesus Christ, where there is peace, joy, and love. Oh, Father God, you said there will be trials and tribulation, but allow us to have a heart of perseverance. Allow us to, to run and not grow faint or weary. Allow us to be steadfast in our faith. Allow the Holy Spirit to work in us. So as we wait on you, oh Father God, begin to turn things around for us. Whatever needs cleansing, cleanse, oh Father God. Whatever is holding us back, help us put it aside. We want to focus on you and focus on your works and do the things that you have called us to do and do it with love for you and for others. Matthew 18, 19 said, if at least two of us agree on earth about anything we ask for it, that it will be done by our Father in heaven. So we all say amen, amen, amen. And in Jesus' precious name, amen. Thank you for tuning into our podcast today. We hope that you have a blessed week and we hope to see you on the live.